0: Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful D. Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. Here we are talking about worth, 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 worth. You know, I've been preaching, and you guys know this story, about my story being out here, having to overcome all the limiting beliefs and negative uh, attitudes in which Thai women have of African-American men, African men, and men of color in general. And, you know, there was a situation that had risen yesterday, and I just had to, like, put this into perspective so that you guys can learn from it, because there are times that we are marginalized in our lives, in our careers, in our family, in our societies, in whatever it may be, social circles, you name it, school, whatever it may be. And it's very difficult to navigate around this because it's like a tug-of-war battle, and then it ends up being a battle so deep in written inside your subconscious mind that you have to get therapy to get rid of it. And so what I realized is when I realized my worth, that's when I said I'm in control. That didn't happen until last year. But when we're talking about worth, you need to understand something, that you are creative. And if you use your imagination, just like what we've been talking about for such a long time, you're going to realize that the more you develop, the more creative you become in different facets of your life. The more followed you are. It's a number of different things. And so when we talk about this specific thing, you have to seek clarity with who you are. We talked about clarity on so many different times, but there's so many different ways and avenues of what clarity is. See, with the situation involved or at hand, I said to myself, and I had the clarity, I said, wait, hold on, I don't need this shit. You know, what had happened was, in short, you know, I uh, found out from one of the staff saying, hey, your class isn't gonna renew. And I said, wait, all my students said that, that that they were gonna renew. She said, no, they're not going to. I went back to my students. I said, they said that you're not gonna renew. Did they tell you when the STAR class is gonna happen? September 26. I went back to the staff. I said, listen, I like transparency. I don't like being lied to. And if you're going to go down this route, don't ever ask me to do anything for you ever again. And so it was very hard for me to digest because I knew I was like, for whatever reason, if you believe that taking me out of a class as a teacher, I don't play these fucking kid games anymore. I'm a trainer. I'm not a teacher. Regardless of white, black, blue, or orange, I am the top 1%. And I say that, no conceitedness aside, I'm saying that from just the egotistical way possible. Because anyone can hire a sex tourist, a wife tourist, or a backpacking tourist, and they could just show up, be white, and they'll get a salary in this country. Me, I am the top 1%. And I am the number one trainer in this goddamn city, by far, in regards to soft skills. So, because, I don't know if it, it was her specifically, I think she was just like the messenger, but I said, okay, you wanna act stupid, okay. So I took all of them off Instagram, I was flaming, then I had to go through some forgiveness meditations. Then I said, all right, Arsenio, do you need them? No, how much do they make you a month? hundred dollars, is that going going to kill you? Fuck no, but to be honest with you, it feels really good knowing that I seek clarity and I realize, you know what? why am I so bent out of shape for this bullshit ass class? Considering that they wanted to do me from the beginning and that there's one specific branch that I won't even name, but she has done this and she's been notorious for ripping classes away from me just because she believes that I'm not good enough. And I said, all right. I said, tell them, that I will never do anything for them ever again and to never contact me ever again. I told the branch, I said, don't you ever contact me ever again. I only work for the shitty branch that's near my home. You guys got only 10 hours a week max of my time. So you better make it worthwhile. All I care about is this visa and work permit. The rest of it, you can fuck off. And so when we talk about worth, sometimes we are bullied into a corner with no way out. Although there is a way out, it's just you're unwilling to take that step and reach for that doorknob or pick up that phone and ask for help or pick or or, or develop your mind in terms of how can I overcome this situation that I'm in right now? Am I being treated fairly? If not, what can I do about it? How long has this been going on for? How much longer can I take it? Do I actually know my worth? Am I worth more than the market value? See, these are the things that you're going to have to ask yourself in terms of worth. You know my story is going from 2015, 2016, 2017, and finally in 2017, knowing my worth. And when he said, if you want to continue working here, we have to have a conversation. I knew my worth right then and there, and I quit. Now, I would love to go back to him and say all these bad things, but the guy's damn near dead, if not already dead from COVID. So, I mean, just... The, 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 the law of averages and everything will play. In effect, I don't give a damn, but I did have to forgive myself for accepting the ignorance of him. And I forgave himself. And whether dead or alive, best of luck <laughs> best of luck to you. And I hope that you uh, li- lived your life knowing that you were one of the most toxic individuals I've ever, that I've ever came across in my life. Knowing my worth, I stood up and I walked down. See, some people right now, you're unwilling to do that because you want to, because your ego is telling you otherwise, and you want to stick it through and battle it out, or you've been a doormat for a long time. And I say that respectfully because I was a doormat back in 2013. Absolutely. I used to go to restaurants and I always had problems. And so, what you need to start doing in terms of establishing your worth is you have to seek clarity. And especially develop the courage to speak up in situations. Like, did you share your 100% honest self today? I'm not talking about being a dick. I'm talking about, you know what? No. Because old Arsenio, eight years ago, I would have just gone on and talked about this place for such a long time. But you know what? I went straight to that, directly to that individual in that situation just yesterday. And I said, um, you know what? I like transparency. I don't like being lied to. And then I blocked her and I blocked everyone else. And the only person that could contact me is one individual. And that is it. I do not care about anyone else. And some people say, oh, you know, you did too much or, you know, uh, they're trying to contact you. She, she's afraid about your feelings. I'm like, feelings, the fuck out of here. Thai people, feelings. Listen, don't worry about me. I've forgiven the situation, but don't you ever, ever, for as long as you live in this life, contact me ever again. That's all there is to it. I'm not angry. I just choose not to deal with those types of people because I know my worth. Hell, you guys are unwilling to even pay me what I'm worth right now. So just give me no more than 10 hours of work, no more child classes, okay? Because guess what? I'm not gonna teach them. And even if I do teach them, they will start complaining, say, oh, we just did this or we played again. I, I, listen, I ain't got time to babysit anymore. I'm on to bigger and better and, big, and bigger, ventures of life and I think the development of that courage in me being able to speak up in situations like that and had that light bulb and say Arsenio you need to express yourself what are you doing after all the podcasts and all the things that you've been through this year you're going to allow them to either be racist or whatever they call it or whatever it is they're trying to be and you're going to let them use you like you've been used in the past no please stand up right here, right now, Arsenio, enough is enough. And I did. And I even emailed the main guy of the company that I work for. I said, uh, to be honest with you, that's not really good for business that you're, you have staff and they're selling these packages. These students are really happy to learn with me in the next course. And then you strip me away from that and you give it to another just regular ass wife tours teacher. In which he's going to do a pitiful job and then you guys are going to lose five long term clients but hey it's your business don't really care, but I'll tell you one right now I do not work at any of those branches anymore do not ask me to work anymore I work only at this specific branch and that is the end good day. Of course he'll never respond because he's very non confrontational he's only money centered he doesn't care about anything else, whatever makes him money he's happy about that. And. This is why a lot of people say, oh, do you work out here in Thailand? I'm like, no, no, I don't necessarily work for anyone. I work for me. I make and break my own schedule. And I call the shots. And I would never, and I mean absolutely never, talk to them in a way that, oh, yeah, I have a job out here. No, no. I have a, full, I have a work permit and a visa job that gives me security. That's it. It's not a job that pushes my boundaries. Boundaries. It's not, it's not a job in general. And to be honest, okay, you made it a lot easier for me because I don't have to, uh, of course, teach that class again, but I always look at the bigger, brighter side. And so people, sometimes we allow the limited beliefs to become our life. We go through life with other people's limited beliefs. The negative attitudes that are beset on our conscious minds, and then they ultimately become the subconscious, and there's no way out. It's a never-ending whirlwind of hell. Melancholy is one of my favorite vocabulary terms because there's no escaping it unless you do the inner work. And when you know your value and you know your market value and what you bring, you're going to allow people, whether it's in relationships, work relationships, friendships, to stop. To stop doing things that you no longer like you will call them out and say, you know what, you're going to have to fix this or we are going to have a problem. And when you're able to do that, this is when you have full control of the steering wheel of your life. This is what you have to do. And so in saying that, you know, boy, yesterday, like I said, it was a whirlwind of funk. You know, I woke up this morning, next, you know, this was happening. So many different things was happening. I was just I was just all just getting angry and I was agitated, all these different things. But at the end of the day, I said, okay, all right, Arsenio, let's get back on track here. And once you get back on track, guess what? You're not going to have any more issues. Obviously, the companies and ooh, all the great things that are you're building up online and these people are just signing up for your webinars and all these great things are happening. You're fully in control of your assets and everything, Arsenio that class really wasn't doing anything for you. They were giving you probably about $90 a month. And pretty soon you're gonna be way, way beyond that, like way beyond that, that's nothing. To be honest with you, you sell, and, and, and you know, given the fact that there are five students, you only make that amount per hour is pretty pitiful. And this is the same thing you've been doing since 2014. So now that you've been betting on yourself, focus on the big picture and do not give people the time or day anymore who do not value you for who you are and know your market value. People who like to minimize you in different ways. Enough is enough. It's time for you to put your foot down and it's time for you to develop that courage to say no. No is no. Over and out.